0: You're tuned in to East Tennessee's
1: premier sports radio call-in show. This is The Drive. afternoon and welcome to another stellar edition of the drive here on Fan Run Radio. Russell Smith punching the time clock 302. On your Tuesday, Happy Valentine's Day. Hope everybody is going to be drowning in the sea of love
0: tonight. It's an invented holiday made up by the greeting card company. Don't let bears, don't let bears bitterness.
1: Don't let his bitterness, his hurt, his sorrow impact you, men. Do your, do your duty to not go ahead and do your duty, your civic duty. You know what to do fellers. When was it? He said that night? get a, get a card, get All a right. card, get a flowers, get some chocolates. Take her out somewhere nice. Do the thing. You know what you have to do tonight, guys. All the reservations, all the good reservations are taken. I'm sure, you can get. Where do you have reservations to, Russell? Ah, nowhere, man. Nowhere. It's, uh, Wait, when you're. With the Wendy's drive through down here? <laughs> yeah. We'll hit up Shoney's here a little bit later tonight. Something romantic, you know. Um. Now, nah, we've been married, what, 18 years, something like that. It's time to stoke those embers and get that fire roaring again, oh, brother. Fire's roaring, man. Oh, I I bet. A raging inferno. You don't have to worry about the fire. It's just um, you know, you, you don't have to the 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 stuff you were just complaining about, the um yeah. I'll, I'll apologize. My brain is not working. I, I don't know what's wrong with me, Bear. I had, the, like, this headache yesterday, and I, I still got, like, a fog going on.
0: You got the brain fog I got from the, having bra-
1: the uh, Rona? No, I don't have. Uh, like, it's, long it's, COVID or whatever it's, they call it's it? It's just normal. It's just normal. What's going on with the podcast here, Slot? Show Bear the, the podcast, but there's no way that's good for the podcast, what's going on right now. You See that, Bear? You see what I'm talking about? Yeah, see how low it is? Are we? Are, is it air miked? No. Is that? Oh, that that looks better. That looks much better. That's where it should always be. Slots. All right. Yeah. You, do you see what he did there? He's, he's coaching you up. I didn't ask you if you touched anything. I said, did you see what he did there?
0: You got to look at your levels. Easy, Russ. Easy. This was a this was a stress free workplace yesterday, and it was noticed by callers, uh, members of the show alike. There's a lot less stress on everyone. You want me to go home? No. I I can
1: go. No. I can go right now. Everybody
0: but me. All the stress was on me. Oh.
1: So you were experiencing what I'm experiencing now, what I experience every day, like 300 days a year. Yes. And I apologize. You think you could could handle that? Day in and day out. For 13 years, Bear, 13 years I've been doing this. Been pushing that down almost up the mountain three hours a day a day
0: for half of them the the last half you've had me right there putting my shoulder into it with you brother
1: you you think it's so easy
0: no i I do not you think it's so easy anybody could do that anybody could
1: host the sports radio show it seems like so much fun all you have to do is watch the games all you have it's all you got to do no no it's not so what did you learn what did what did you learn? What what is sitting in the big chair taught you about the art of being a
0: sports radio host? I, I do a lot of counting, like to three, what? you know, when I'm starting to get stressed and ready to snap. You count to three in my head, yeah. Before I, you know, like before I address anybody else. I understand a lot of your quietness now. My quietness, and, like during commercial breaks. Oh yeah, that's
1: well. You got to plan your next segment. Right. Exactly. You guys are sitting there like yammering Russell's not paying attention no I'm not paying attention to you idiots getting ready I'm like a quarter you know and when you see Tom Brady goes to the sideline he's not just sitting there oh I wonder when I get the play again no it's he's like looking at the tablet he's got a guy talking to him they're talking about what they're gonna do
0: absolutely
1: so
2: Phil did let me know that he thought I did better at the top four or five when you were around like i think there's like a
1: what is this first segment just going to be you two telling me how much no, better things operate when i'm not here no that's
0: that is not what i'm saying man i think i guarantee you that kind of kind of the
1: vibe i'm getting here no, it's like I think, damn it russell you're you're back and now everything sucks again
2: no i think what i learned was that i feel like i have to impress you so i'm like very like you know i want to live up to the yeah, standard of yeah. russell smith so
1: put too much pressure on
2: yourself i think i do kind of yeah. like
1: uh some of our guys are like i'm, I'm kind of like a rick barnes and you're uh there we go uh you're a tyree key you yeah. want to impress so much that you don't relax and just do your thing yeah yeah Like how we turn this
2: back to sports yeah
1: there's a lesson to be learned there you had any valentine's day plans marcus how did how did it go with that uh that young lady you were supposed to meet up with last
2: week you did I'm you guys you get asked. together
1: and have some fun?
2: I'm glad you asked. We, uh, we didn't get any uh, Vietnamese food. I
1: said "pho," Slotnick. f P H O. It's Vietnamese soup. He looks. He, I thought it was like, called pho. Most a lot of people do. It's pronounced "pho."
2: Pho. Yeah. We did hang out. Went well, uh, as I thought. Uh huh. Haven't heard back. It just tastes sound fun. like it went well. Uh, well, not it, as well as you thought. So, <laughs> look, oh. St- we t- we talked for a few days. Uh, we we talked for a few days after uh, sh- uh, she has a kid and her kid got sick. Mm. Oh. so I was uh. giving her a little bit of space mm. so that she could focus on that. You make and a then- good stepdad. And then all of a sudden, you
0: ain't my daddy. <laughs> you ain't my daddy.
1: You're you're right. I'm not your dad di- I'm not your dad. Now go get me a beer. So child, uh, before yeah. I beat you. <laughs> 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 Marcus would be the most <laughs> passive abusive stepfather like of all Dwight, time.
2: Dwight Yoakam on Sling uh, Blake. Passive abusive.
1: Uh, like passive in that you're Marcus and like, but you're still an abusive stepfather. So it's like, go get my belt. I'm what going a- to whip you now. You're not my child, so I don't really love you.
0: Gave her space. Why don't you want you to go over and help her with her sick kid. That, I- that could
2: have scored you some major I feel like point. that would have. You're fighting this this whole deal. It is what it is. They clearly are no longer interested. No, no, no. So no I'm you no no you do go over there
0: and help, but you like, hey, you maybe run by the store for you or anything. You need, you guys need so anything? That's actually, pretty good, Marcus. That's, I
2: did say uh, at one point, if there's anything to do, let me know. But
0: I mean, you, I'm I'm a shattered shell of what I used to be. But at one point, I had a little bit of game and understood. Yeah. Well, I've there's moved on.
2: I've moved on. Clearly, they have as well. So I've moved on, and uh, I will be working tonight anyway fantastic can't wait to be selling poop uh people jewelry selling people poop selling, selling poop. people jewelry
0: you had to make it weird bear yeah it's the a block why not
2: just because you don't care about love doesn't mean that you have to ruin it for everyone Bear is love on the things awesome things that bear <laughs> hates no because <laughs> i love some stuff <laughs> no. do you do you no, you not love, love do you love love
1: he can't, he can't. do it. There's <laughs> no way Bear could say yes to that. It'll mess with my image. This big tough guy image I've cultivated <laughs> no, so hard for the past five the years. Only, I, can't I can't do it. He does. I can't do
0: it. Jackass. No, it can't doesn't say go yes. <laughs> I'm pretty anti-like, <laughs> like anything. Come on. I will Russell, beat you will up beat if you say ass. that
2: I love love. I we will, will fight. I will kick your ass. <laughs> we
0: talking, it's gonna happen again
2: yeah it is it Um, happened
0: again yesterday
2: so
1: something that's like just popped up and we're 99 percent sure this is martin and maybe we could just work through this in real time on on the the show yeah martin likes to call the show in the first hour we love martin martin is one of our favorite new callers like he just started calling about a year or so ago right yeah about a year yeah Everybody loves Martin. He's
0: oh, a little he's, b- he's carved himself out a he's got his niche, yeah. He's got a niche. He's he's a uh a regular voice fellow. on the show. Yeah. He's, he's a member very, of the
1: crew. Very funny voice, very funny disposition, like the way he and, interacts,
0: and is fun. Has, like an astounding encyclopedia level yeah. of knowledge when it comes to recruiting. Yeah. The yeah. Boston Celtics. <laughs> it's a weird spread. Like Yeah, and make, you missed a you missed a banger yesterday. Buddy, he put Great Kelly call. Kelly Jolly Harper on really last oh wow Uh uh-oh ooh ooh you lost martin you've lost the nation he said what his minimum he goes he did the martin voice he said two minimum things or whatever she's got to finish third in the sec and at least a sweet 16 or Or, or, mm -hmm. martin's blowing her out if martin if martin were sitting in danny white's chair yeah she'd be gone asking her the question Uh uh-huh
1: so Martin, he's got a phone problem though, which is not like if, if you were wondering which one of our callers would really struggle with something phone related, like Martin would probably be one of the first names that comes to mind, not passing any sort of judgment. It just like there that fits with his overall vibe, right? Yeah. He, he could be a guy that has phone issues. And so not two weeks ago, like the phone starts ringing in our first segment and Bear answers the phone, and nobody's there. He says he can hear a breathing or, or something. It sounds like somebody's there, but they won't answer him. And so he hangs up, and they call back. And this like, process repeats itself like roughly a dozen times until Bear gets really mad. Now he's, he now he's like, angry.
2: Yeah, he thinks it's a prank call. He thinks
1: it's a prank call, which I've tried to explain to him. I'm like, Bear, that's stupid. Nobody would do it. Like, why would somebody – if somebody's going to prank – like, <laughs> pray a, if somebody's going to play a prank on you, they're going to talk – they're going to do something. They're not just going to – because that's, like, only anno- – that's annoying them just as much as it's annoying you.
2: Yeah. I've pulled that stump before. This
1: is somebody – well, you're an idiot. But this is somebody who's trying to – get on the show and their phone's malfunctioning it's not their fault yeah and it's it's been martin every time it like after like a hundred times he finally gets up bear i'm sorry i don't know what's going on with my phone and they're like oh it's all right martin and, and, we, and we go on but apparently this has been happening like every other day and it just drives bear crazy and mark uh, marcus and i were talking about before the show evidently it happened yesterday i was like oh yeah it's definitely happening today because i can feel these things
2: in your heart, I have a yeah. sixth
1: sense about when something's going to go wrong. It, he
0: he his the peak was Friday
2: when you uh, when we didn't know it was him. Yeah, when I first was first But counting it's,
1: it. it's funny because like every time for I think he's I think Bear understands now that I was right. Yeah. And, but for like the 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 second and third time it happens, somebody's pranking. I'm like Bear, nobody's pranking you. Somebody's having an issue with their phone. They want to prank you. They're just going to call up and scream at you, call you names, and then hang up or something. They're not going to do it twenty times in a <laughs> row.
0: Doesn't know how dedicated and petty they are.
1: Where are, where are we at with this basketball team, fellers? Are we
0: done? No. Get the hell Stick out of Stick a there. fork in them. We had we had some. There were some good. There were some productive conversations yesterday. How about not with Phil? uh
2: not with Westchester.
0: Yeah, no. Uh, uh, what,
2: I mean, uh,
1: Alabama's number one. We, like, how do we like our chances tomorrow, Thompson Bowling?
2: You know, Bears said something uh, yesterday I think he's 100% right on. This would be one of those games that somehow Rick would pull out a win. <laughs> it's the most Barnes
0: thing ever, man. If we go out and win tomorrow night, don't you think so? That, and he just doesn't lose a whole lot of games in a row. So I see us being pretty competitive tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I, I I can't sit here and say I think Tennessee's going to win. Tennessee's got a sixty nine percent chance, nice of winning, according to the ESPN FBI.
0: Yeah, we were talking about it on one of the shows I did yesterday. Um, Maybe a little
1: uh, value bet right there, assuming the balls are going to be, I'd say, see if we can find a lot. Like I'm thinking four and a half, four or five point underdog, something like that.
0: Uh, tomorrow, yeah. as of yesterday, because we talked it was with, with Reed, because it blew me away. Um, Tennessee was actually a point-and-a-half favorite what? yesterday. Yes. <sighs> no, that's those damn good. analytics, you're you're done with analytics, right? You, oh, man, still th- th- on this that? this season, the
1: way with all these, oh, number one, best defensive team ever and all this stuff, I'm like those scouts, the Oakland A's, the, the old yeah. scouts in Moneyball when – Brad Pitt brings Jonah Hill in, and he's explaining war and on base plus slugging percentage and all these to these like crusty old baseball guys. I, we all watch that movie, and we all want to be Jonah Hill. We all want to be like, yeah, I'm J.P. Riccardi. Like you guys are so dumb, and I'm smart because I went to MIT and I know the maths and I know what's going to happen. And you guys are stuck in the Stone Age. We all want to be that guy. But uh, I think this basketball season might be driving me back over into the Art how well, this is just—I go by my gut, go by my gut feeling. Kind of, we're going to bunt here. <laughs> like that's Either
0: that, or just go by your eyes. What you
1: see—that's kind of where I'm at. I don't know, man. I—I I don't want to get too down on them, but it's—it's it's frustrating, man.
0: I'm not. I—I turn that. I don't even know if it's you would call it turning a page. I'm—I'm I'm just not going to get down on them. Not going to get down on them. There's, you know, right now we're still ranked number ten in the country. Did we lose two buzzer-beating heartbreakers last week? Sure, we've lost three of four. Bear, we've lost three of four, and it's it's not good. All
1: all three games we should have won. The one game we won, we could have lost very easily. We got number one coming in here tomorrow at Rupp Saturday. It's a tough spot.
0: Yeah, it's a tough spot. But I've had a voluntary reaction in an entire show to process. So. I've got hopes that we're going to come out tomorrow and look good, and maybe have a chance to take down number one in our house, Russ.
1: I think they'll play hard. I think they'll look good. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Josiah and Phillips. Like if if they're unable to go, I still kind of feel like, and I hate saying this. This is, this is a weird season, man, because you don't want a bad mouth these guys who work so hard and been such good representatives and have won so many games and everything but I, I feel like our chances might be better without those two tomorrow I
0: really do mm, tomorrow I mean if if Triple J was like healthy Triple J there's just no way I mean that's who that's who we'd put have on Brandon Miller I mean he's been healthy he was healthy Healthy-ish. against Florida
1: he's healthy against Auburn he's healthy against Vandy
0: I don't know. I mean, who who are you putting on? That was the big question. Uh, yeah, who uh, are
1: you putting on Brandon Miller? I don't. We don't have anybody. Guess what? Mayshack. We have the same problem that every other team in the country has. No, we don't have anybody who can check their lottery pick. Like that's not an indictment on this team. Nobody has stopped that guy. Yeah, I would probably put a lot of Mayiak on him. Here I I would Oh, somebody did and I, it was somebody odd. Hold on. I want to see Ziegler starting with Vescovy and Key on the sides. And let's let's speed it up a little bit and hope those guys can hit 10 threes
0: you think if we if we hit 10 threes tomorrow night I think we got a chance what about uh, I, I don't know I mean the lineup that I saw the other night that looked really good was uh the three you mentioned and they had Meha and Mayshack
1: and just whoever and yeah. a yeah well I mean it was a some it was Kamala at the end like it could be whoever yeah um I I I don't think it matters who, who the big man is. But, yeah, I, th- I think you go small. I think you try and speed it up and hope some of these shots are falling. Like, it is two good games in a row from Tyreek Key. And I feel like when they finally took the point guard responsibilities off of his shoulders and just let him rip and just let him be him and shoot right. and drive and do all the things that he's obviously comfortable doing and not have to worry about the things that he's obviously uncomfortable doing, he's playing a lot better.
0: Like running point.
1: And – I hope that, I hope that that's as obvious to the coaching staff as it is to most everybody else who watched the game, and that's. And I mean, it, the role that they
0: create for him now going forward. It sounded like it. We had Rick on yesterday too, and he had gone to Barnes's media availability, um, but Tyreek Key, that all came up, and I mean, it it sounds like that's that's the plan. Get, throw him out there for 30 minutes and just let him be
1: him, man. Don't yank him out of the game. Just just let him cook because he's a good player, man. We, we saw it against Gonzaga. We've seen it two games in a row now, and um, I, I think that's who he is, and I think that's who he will he's be for the rest of the shooter, season man. if you let him be that guy. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break right here. Tony Vitello in hour number three. Tennessee baseball starts their season Friday in Arizona. The head coach of the Vols joins us right here on Fan Run Radio, 530 tonight. So, don't touch that dial. It's going to be a banger. Geraldo will lead us off when we continue next, right here on Fan Run Radio.
0: <music>
1: Fan Run Radio, the drive continues, 105.7 FM, 1340 AM, streaming online this afternoon, fanrunradio.com, your free fan run app a variety of ways for you to experience the program today let's go to the phones 865-546-8200 your number to get on the big orange phillies phone lines 546-8200 and we'll start with Geraldo. good
3: afternoon Geraldo. what was the percentage chance that we be alabama tomorrow what was that percentage chance again
0: like 65 percent a little higher
1: Sixty nine percent.
3: Happy Valentine's Day, Mr. Smith.
1: Thank you, Geraldo.
3: Um Mike Bobo. Oh
0: Mike
3: Bobo. (laughs) Mike Bobo. He's back, baby.
0: He's not. Back. He's not going to. He's not going to, to replace Kirby. When their offense went in the tank before they, for that period of time, was when he left to go to Colorado State. Where all was he was, OC at
1: Georgia under Rick, right? Yeah. Let me pull up the the Bobo file because I I yeah, think it's
2: yeah he was under Rick before he went off to Colorado State. I mean,
1: he's getting the keys to the damn Ferrari right now, yeah, you know? dude you got to be a real thing,
3: though. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait a second. Okay. Wait a second, guys. Okay. We can all agree yeah. we would rather have Mike Bobo in the position of play calling than Todd Munkin, right? This is a net positive for us. Sure. Okay.
1: Maybe. We're going to yeah, find we'll out see. this fall. He's offensive coordinator at Georgia from hey, wh- 2007 to 2014.
3: Wh- wait a second. got to go back to that. What do you mean? What do you mean by that, Bear? We're going to find out this fall. As if, like, we have no chance against Georgia.
0: No, that's not what I meant at all. I'm talking about we'll find out. Whether or not he's better than Munkin. Yeah, and, you know, and a lot of it's going to be seeing how Munkin uh, does in the NFL when you're playing with a lot more uh, level playing field as far as talent. I mean,
1: well, Bobo is going to have a five star quarterback. He's going to have, going to have a bunch of five stars on around his offensive line. He's going to have Brock Bowers at tight end. He's going to have uh, you know receiving talent out the wazoo, a stable of running backs. like it's going to be much better and it's not like he was lacking for talent the first time there, but it's just it's different, man. They didn't have the defense they have now back then. And he's got more talent to play with and he's got just a you know, a coach in Kirby who's he's at the top, man. He's he's reached the pinnacle, whereas Rick is very good, but there was always something missing. There's just a, there wasn't that edge there,
0: right? Yeah. Kinda of reminds me of somebody else we know. I
3: hear I I'm hearing you guys talk and I hear the fear in your voice
0: it's not fear it's just Georgia. a it, it's it's not fear it's just a uh acceptance of what reality is they've still they still, still got 65 real. plus four and five stars on what their are team. you saying
1: Geraldo are you calling your shot Vol's gonna take down the Bulldogs next year in Neeland.
3: we are wow 100 percent going to wow. win that game oh my God I
0: hope That's you're right. right I'm not I wouldn't bet against oh, I am the hype, I daddy. am
3: right. I am right. Hey, guys, I got to go. There's a there's a UFO in the sky above me. I'm going to chase this thing. Shoot I it love down.
1: you. Shoot I'm, it down. I uh, love you too, Mr. Geraldo. Smith,
3: have a great Valentine's Day. Just make it love weird.
1: You. 865-546-8200, your number to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone line. Yeah, so that's the big news in the SEC today is Todd Munkin leaves Georgia To become the offensive coordinator who places Greg Roman with the Ravens. And like Kirby didn't even he didn't have some sort of search or anything. He's not doing the the hall. He's not doing the hypel thing. Oh, you know, talk to a couple of people and take my time. He's like, no, Bobo. Bobo's the guy. Yeah. Just bump him up. And you get the feeling, and, and this is smart by Kirby, man. This is what Saban has been doing for years with kiffin and then sark he's always got his next guy yeah in line he brought in bobo as a analyst he just air quotes him. Yeah. analyst because he knew that todd munkin was gonna
0: leave to be oh, a head coach or an nfl oc again it's it's a full-on uh 90s bulldog trafecta now
1: and and he was like listen you you're an analyst you just sit here and soak it up, man. And I'm sure they had him doing stuff like watching film and helping out, and, or you know, around the building. But it was like, when this guy leaves, you're the OC. Yeah,
4: and
1: it's just it's the succession plan. You you hang out here, absorb what we do, and when the, when this guy leaves, I want to be able to just plug you in, and the train just keeps rolling. There's no adjustment period. There's no oh, let's do this differently. It's like no, nothing changes, and. Heupel has kind of done that, too. It's like a smaller stage, lesser-known names, but it's like, okay. Um, Cody Burns leaves. we promote Kelsey Pope. Nothing changes. Train keeps rolling all night long. Was that Aerosmith? Yeah. I think the B-side was Mama Ken. Golish leaves. All right, we just bump up Halsley. Nothing changes. Train train keeps rolling. We bump up Ablin. Nothing changes. These guys have been in the system. There's no learning curve here, and there's probably guys whose name we don't even know right now who are either hired and learning on the job or are being hired because you got to replace Ablin's position now, and you're going to bring in guys to kind of coach them up with the, okay, you're going to be our running backs coach when Jerry Mack becomes a head coach again or a coordinator. You're going to be when when Kelsey Pope gets a coordinator job, when, when Halsley – Gets a head coaching job. You're going to be the new quarterbacks coach. Like, that guy's probably already on staff or Heupel knows who he is and knows how he's going to bring him on. And that's the way Saban's been doing it for years. and It works, man. It's, you know, you, you go back to, like, I, I hate to compare everything to Botch, but, or even Dooley, but Dooley had Wilcox. Remember, Justin Wilcox is the defensive coordinator. You're like, things are, it's going okay. It's not great, but like, you got Cheney running the offense, and Tyler Bray's doing his thing. They're putting up big numbers offensively. Defense is bending, Average. but not breaking. Break, break, bending, but not breaking. And if they had had that kind of defense in 2012, they probably would have won a lot more games because the offense was so good that year. Oh but, yeah, Dooley wouldn't have gotten fired. But they bring in sincerity and it's a complete change. Right, he comes in, he's changing the system, the terminology. He doesn't know the assistants on staff; they don't know him. He brings in some new guys. It's a mismatch, and it was just a total disaster—complete disaster. The same thing with botch. Remember how excited we were? Oh, Bob Shoop's coming in. We're getting Bob Shoop, and like he he didn't mesh well with Martinez and the other. He didn't bring anybody with him. He's changing the system. And the players and the coaches that were already there, it just didn't work. Yeah. And you you contrast that with what Saban does as he just – now it's going to be interesting now, Saban, because he's bringing in – this is the first time he's brought in new coordinators, and I don't know if they're changing up terminology and systems and stuff like that, but it's a little bit different with Tommy Reese. Obviously, Kevin Steele will keep – their defense yeah. it won't change much, but Tommy Reese is going to be – He wasn't there last year, so he's got to just jump right in. Um, But, say, uh, you know, Heupel is hiring from within now. Kirby's hiring from within. You you get your little pipelines going, you don't have to change much. It's hard to change when you're dealing with 18-, 19-year-old kids who are going to school and doing all the stuff that kids do. It's not like pros where it's like, okay, we've got our fourth different offensive coordinator in four years for the Miami Dolphins or whoever, but you're you got pro players, and they don't have anything else to do, and they're making millions of dollars, so they'll work at it for eight, nine, ten hours a day. You you learn that stuff when you put in that much. time. You got the twenty hour rule in college; you can't do that.
0: I thought that was basically just ignored. Uh, it's, I mean, a lot of gray area around that. There's
1: a, there's gray area, but you
0: can't like you can't have them you, in the facility. Yeah, you can't be yeah chair.
1: yeah. You gotta you gotta pay it lip service.
0: At working least. on your own. Yeah, I don't know. What's baffling to me is that uh, unless Muschamp won once against us, Smart, Bobo, and Muschamp pretty much couldn't beat UT when they were players. Check out this data from
1: Jordan, and I don't know if this is 100% accurate, but it I'm going to roll with it. This is Jordan from Twitter. Here's the perfect data to show what I've been saying all along, that we would be much better offensively if we embraced the rim-slash-three mentality, which is basically the Nate Oates, Eric Musselman style of offense. You shoot layups, dunks, or threes. No mid-range. It's an inefficient shot. He says in the first half on Saturday, we played mostly two bigs. Here was our shot selection. One of four at the rim, seven of 11 In the mid-range game, which is actually pretty good. Yeah, it is. And then three of ten from three-point range. In the second half, we went to the four-guard, one big look. Here's our shot selection then. Four of seven at the rim. O of three from mid-range. You shoot eight fewer mid-range shots. Don't make any of them. And then nine of 18 from three-point range. That's nice. 50%. Yeah, it's... When you make the shots, it's everything's a lot better. Yeah, I mean, I it feels like that's the way the game is trending, and certainly Oates is having a lot of success playing that way. It's the way the NBA's been for years now.
0: Yeah. Barnes was king of the mid the mid range guys, though, wasn't he? I mean that Grand Admiral team, they they lived and died with that. Uh, I hated it so much hearing people talk about the elbow. Yeah,
1: I I do feel like st- starting last year we have gone away from that. Yeah, a lot more. But I also feel like the whole they chase our guys off the three point line. Michigan did it to us. Florida did it to us this year. Kentucky, like peop that's kind of the book is like guard the three point line. I feel like when when they when teams take away that shot from Tennessee. Auburn did it. We start going to the mid-range game more because we don't have anything on the inside. We can't mm-hmm. get our shot at the rim. We can't drive and get the shot there, or we won't drive and get the shot there, and our bigs aren't skilled enough to make a living down there playing that way.
0: So, I mean, we've, we've got a – that's amazing. to me. I mean, we've pretty much got one kid that can stand flat-footed and touch the rim in A-do, damn near. That's just—it's mind-boggling. We've got two two kids that are—you know—Plasich is obviously over—you know—seven feet, and Adu's practically seven feet, and
1: I think is is what Jordan here is talking about is it's it's the lineup. It's when you have four guards instead of three. When you have four shooters out there instead of three, you can't run teams off the line. If you do. It is easier to drive past them and, and get to the rim. And, and we saw something like he drove it a lot got and got fouled, got to the line against Missouri. I'll be really interested to see what our strategy is offensively tomorrow. I don't know. I know what it needs to be. It needs to be that. It needs to be what we saw in the second half
0: against Missouri. You think we can go small like that against this Alabama team or they just run over the top of that?
1: I think if we try to do what we've been trying to do, they'll just take us apart anyway. Yeah.
0: Who, said, who was it who said, I, don't, I can't remember if it was on VR, if it was yesterday, somebody, it may have been Cody, referred to Alabama as they're essentially just a G-League team That's about their talent level. It <laughs> may have been John. It was one of the, somebody here at the station. It was a great op, observation. I don't know.
1: Are, are they, like, they, aside from uh, the – kid from nashville they have a ton of pro prospects that quinterly guy's been there forever
0: yeah i mean they're just they're playing they got a transfer from ohio or something i mean they're playing as, as good as anybody in the country right now they're super aggressive and and i think everybody's healthy yeah although i might be no i'm mistaken somebody on their team is day-to-day right now i did see a tweet about all? that but it's not brandon miller not that i would want brandon miller to be hurt but
1: you think he wants Brandon Miller to be hurt, Marcus? That didn't sound – that was so yeah. uninspired. Well, Not that
0: I wanted maybe to be just hurt. Stub his toe. Just, you know.
2: He just, does kind of call for the, you know, typically during the season, like football season. That's
0: football, though. For an ACL? For a harvest?
2: Yeah, he'll call for a harvest.
0: Different, totally different than basketball. Yeah,
1: that's a lot worse than what you're a, a stubbed toe. You say up, it, you up say up it like it's explainable, like, like it's okay <laughs> to think that way.
0: I then, just call me crazy. Maybe Brandon Miller needs a mental health day for himself tomorrow.
1: Just stay uh, home in Tuscaloosa. What do they call the NBA maintenance day? Yeah, need he, a maintenance a ma- day? he needs a maintenance See, you're, day. You're tomorrow. a lottery pick, man. Aren't you a little sore? Aren't you a little tired, man? Get your, You're playing for millions of dollars.
0: Take a day. Be like LeBron. Oh, I got a sore ankle. Take a day. Go to the spa. Go get... Sleep in one of them hyperbaric chambers get refreshed. You don't have to want to travel all the
2: way up here to Knoxville. Weather's going to be bad. You you want him to just stub his toe, get like turf toe, something like that. guy
0: no, god, a turf toe is debilitating. I mean, career ending. I don't want his career to be
1: over. You just said like golfer harvest of an ACL. Uh, to be fair to me, <laughs> <laughs> but
2: to, yeah, to be we fair, be,
1: we want to be fair
0: to you, Bear. That's what the
1: only the time I've of actually this conversation called is. for we a harvest to you. <laughs>
0: it's not like a blanket thing. It's just against Georgia.
1: No, that's not true.
0: And specifically Georgia running back. No, 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 no,
1: it's not true. It's not
0: specific. You act like I'm Jackie Sherrill out here. Hope he blows his knee out. Wasn't that Jackie Sherrill? It's It's Danny Ford. Danny Ford. He was one of those guys.
2: Hope he blows his knee. Quick
1: timeout. The drive continues. 865-546-8200, your number to get on the show. Coming up, uh, Super Bowl fallout. Both Eagles coordinators getting head coaching jobs today. We'll go through that when we continue. More of your phone calls as well. Stay tuned. It's The Drive on Fan Run Radio. Fan Run Radio, The Drive continues. Wrapping up hour number one of the program, Tony Vitello coming up in hour number three. Unbelievable. Unbelievable develop- developments. Action. Yes. Yes. Let's keep things rolling here. TJ, the Kentucky fan, is up next on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Good afternoon, TJ.
4: Russell. TJ. How you doing, buddy?
1: Doing all right, man. How about you?
4: Hey, not bad. You know, looking on the outside, uh, you know, it feels like Tennessee and Kentucky are are a little bit the same right now. And I say that in the aspect of what is our matchup? And instead of being a team that just goes out there and they've got their six or seven guys and here we go, go play ball, do we play the bigs, do we play the smalls, how do we match up against this team or that team? And I feel like both are in the same position right now because I was watching Tennessee the other night, the first game I've watched through since the Kentucky-Tennessee game. When did Urosh not play as much? And do you think he'll be back out there against Oscar Saturday because both Oscar and him had double-doubles in that first game in Knoxville?
1: It's a good question. Urosh has been de-emphasized for a couple of weeks now. Like they took him out of the starting lineup like three I wanna say three or four weeks ago. So he just hasn't been playing much here lately. Um i I'm I'm think I'm in a minority here when I say like bring me more Uroche because my thing is I don't think any of Tennessee's four big men are head and shoulders above each other. It's kinda of like the Derek Dooley bag of potatoes things. I just think they're like they're the same and Sometimes they have good games. Sometimes they have bad games. None of them are consistent. But the one thing Urosh gives is he, bring, he brings an edge to the table that Kamwa definitely does not bring. Awaka kind of brings it. Adu doesn't really bring it to me. And I think that's sometimes missing from our guys is, is playing with an edge. And um, obviously that goes too far at times. But he's just not a big piece of the puzzle right now for Tennessee for whatever reason. I hope uh, – he, we do see him Saturday up there at Rupp because he's seems like he's had a couple of notable, memorable clashes with Shebway through the years.
4: Well, and, too, I know the game isn't going to play out the same way it did in Knoxville, but without you, Roche, I think Tennessee might lose that game by 20.
1: To Kentucky? Oh, the, yeah. the, the last time around? Eh, I mean, <laughs> you might be right. I mean, he's really all we had that day
4: um now let me ask you this on my way out the transfer portal is something new and it's you know going a thousand miles an hour and it's chaos it is easier to strike lightning in a bottle in football than it is in basketball when it comes to the transfer border do you think that's true or false i
1: think it's false because it's still just a numbers game like you get one dude out of the transfer portal, you get that one guy out of the transfer portal and, and basketball can change your whole program for a season. Whereas football is still just one out of 11. And, um, I, I don't know, man. I, I think it's hard to fake it in football. I think you, you got to have at least a year or two, like, you know, hypo's kind of the anomaly where in year two, he makes a big jump. Um, I don't know. Why do you think it's basketball?
4: Well, I think it's I think it's football honestly because if you look at Antonio Reeves and if you look at CJ Frederick from Kentucky, CJ led the NCAA in three-point percentage last year at Iowa Big 10 different style of basketball. He comes to the SEC, he he's ghosted. And Antonio Reeves, he's shined a little bit this year in some games, but He went to Illinois state for a reason, in my opinion.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. If, if you are that dude in basketball, you're probably a lot less likely to transfer. Whereas a great football player sometimes doesn't show it until three or four years in. And, and he might be more likely to transfer. It's an interesting thought. I hadn't really thought about it, but, um, I mean, Tyreek Key has kind of been going through that here at Tennessee where he just has not had the impact we were hoping he would have. Now it looks like that might be about to change. I'm hopeful. But he's not – I don't think any of us ever expected him to be a takeover the game 25-point-a-night guy or anything like that. It's just like, man, if we could get 16 or 17 out of him every night, that would be awesome. I know that's a lot of points, but um, I think he's capable of that.
4: Well, here's another one for Tennessee, too. I forgot what his name was, with all due respect. But the quarterback that transferred from Michigan for you guys that played back up to Hendon Hooker, didn't he have like 16 touchdowns and no interceptions in, in the backup role?
1: Milton. Yeah,
4: yeah. Well, Milton okay. and
1: Hooker were, were good transfer quarterbacks for Tennessee. Yeah, I mean. So, it's
4: I don't know. I just think it's easier in football to, to hit lightning in a bottle because basketball, man, there's probably a reason you went D2 or D3. To begin your career in basketball.
2: Y'all have a good one, man. Thank you, TJ. Appreciate it. Remember that name, Milton, because you will be saying his name as he puts up touchdown after touchdown against Kentucky. New oh. State. No disrespect on Milton. You think Milton's he's still name. the guy
1: by the time Kentucky comes to town? I hope so.
0: <coughs>
2: I don't want to regret this.
0: i just I don't want to deal with the quarterback controversy. I just want the best guy to play, man.
1: Just want to win. Don't care who it is. Uh, and we'll like, win. you can get, you to win. Is that a new laptop, Marcus?
2: No, I've had it. I just finally decided. Lights are to bring. all
1: blue underneath the keyboard. It looks cool. Yeah, though.
2: since, you know, since I'm not doing the podcast, I thought, you know what? I'll bring in my own laptop. You've
1: had a laptop all this time that you could have been using for your top four, top five. Yes. I and mean, you've been staring at, your, at that screen. you been looking at your phone like an idiot. All this time? Like a what? Like an idiot.
2: I don't know if it was like an idiot, but what yes. An idiot. I was looking at my phone that whole time. I use the laptop from the podcast sometimes too. Hmm. How's the podcast going over there? Yeah, thumbs up. All right. 865
1: 546 8200. Your number to get on board this afternoon. So, the Eagles make the Super Bowl. Now they're losing both coordinators as uh, the Eagles or uh, the Cardinals. All these birds mixed up. Uh, defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon, new head coach with Arizona. Is he related a to contract. Rich? Probably. I imagine they'd be a younger brother. Maybe he's 40. He's, wouldn't be his
0: son. What's his name? What's his first name again? Kevin? Jonathan. Same thing. They
1: both end with an N.
2: They decide to go for uh, defense over offense after what Cliff was able to do.
1: And the Colts hire the offensive coordinator. I've forgotten his name already. Who's
2: Shane. Steichen? Steichen? Steichen.
0: Poor one out for Jeff Saturday.
2: Poor, poor Jeff.
1: As a Titans fan, does the hiring of Shane Steichen Steichen sounds like some a very German kind of feel? There is he does that put fear into you in the AFC South?
2: Not really.
1: Doesn't really. either. They got to get a quarterback there first, I guess would be the first thing.
2: Kind of looks like, um, kind of looks like an outcast, like a, a, an actor who didn't get chosen for one of the roles for Home Alone. Well, For Marvin.
1: Just, it's the trend, man, is to hire – you want some offensive – got some young, upcoming offensive guru guy, right? That's kind of the vibe he gives off. I don't know a ton about his background. I, as a matter of fact, I know nothing about his background Wait, other than the fact that he was Cannon? the offensive coordinator
0: with the Eagles. But He's out of St. Ignatius in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, he was quarterback at Louisville. Steichen was? no gannon oh, and he is we've, not re- we've moved on from oh, here he's he's not related to rich really at all How
2: about that so he's uh i would have bet money that he was related to rich gannon he's 37 started off uh his Pretty college young, man uh, was at uh las vegas unlv was an office offensive assistant at louisville for a year then the san diego chargers for a couple as a defensive assistant Going back to offense for the Browns, back to San Diego. I wonder if him and Gannon over, overlapped at Louisville. <laughs> what
1: uh he's gonna be stuck for the rest of the hour, <laughs> just let it go. Um yeah, I just you know, Sirianni obviously was a good hire. Yeah. Now is standing next to Sirianni does that make Steichen a good hire? Time will tell. The one thing that I think is impressive what the Eagles did is like I just think Hurts you give give him his due man, but I think they absolutely got the most out of him that you possibly can. I, I don't know if he plays that well on just about any other team for any other coach. I might be selling him short personally, but it thank just you, feels like the they a little ab- bit feels like they absolutely really. I mean, do you, do you think like do you think Jalen Hurts more talented than Kyler Murray? Yes, you do. Yes, I don't. Like not at all. I, I just think that hurts. Number had,
0: one, he's he's a lot bigger, uh, not as fast. I don't think he's a lot bigger. Jalen Hurts and yeah. Kyler Murray. Look at their
1: size. I bet you they're. I bet you they're roughly the same size. I, I think that Hurts has a much better mindset. I think he's more of a professional. Right. I don't that think that we have to worry about his
0: talent. To me. That's part of being no, talented. It, no, no.
1: it's not. The hell it's what not. are we
0: arguing about? No, it's not. you got to have it upstairs. you, you got to have it between your ears.
1: Any, anybody can do that. Kyler Murray chooses not to do that. Jalen Hurts can't throw the ball like Kyler, like Kyler Murray. He
0: sure as hell dropped he, it in the bucket on Sunday okay, night. Okay. but
2: Super yes. fast. Uh, Kyler Murray's 5'10", 207. Jalen Hurts, 6'1", 223. Win
0: little. for Bear. Bomb. It's a little bigger. Get us out. It's not... It's very close. embarrassing yourself it's at very this point. close
1: stay with us the drive continues hour number two coming up